Hey everyone, this is Jackie Cooper from J. Cooper Travels and I want to invite you to listen to um, this little bit of information. Um, I Today I wanted to talk to you about something that's dear uh, to, and close to my heart uh, because I am an attorney even though I'm not actively practicing right now in the traditional way. I am doing um, consulting on a variety of, of topic areas from special ed, to cryptocurrency, to business consulting. And in doing all that, I realized that many of the individuals that I was speaking to um, did not have the basics in place. They did not have a will. They did not have an estate plan in place. They did not have some of the documents that they needed for their small business. Um, they also... Um, again, had they were either single or had a family and and they also struggled with identity theft uh, situations. So I've been encountering as I've been doing J. Cooper travels, a lot of different scenarios. And I realized that as a lawyer, I'm actively licensed in one state, but I really am meeting clients from around the world. And I really wanted to support them in what they were doing. So recently I became involved with a company called Legal Shield, and the link will be um, below in the podcast. Um, so that way you can check out the packages. The packages are really affordable. You can they're smart, they're simple, the they protect your family, your business, and your personal identity. If you're buying a cup of coffee or tea from Starbucks every day, you can definitely afford um, this Legal Shield plan. With Legal Shield, they also have uh, supplements for gun owners, for a trial defense, for a home business, for ride shares. Um, these packages uh, provide adv advice and consultation, letters and calls, document review. You can get access to professional consultations, letters and calls, 24-7 uh, emergency access. Um, the plan is definitely, um, again, can fit all of your various needs. So my um, request is that you definitely check this out. Just like having health insurance, which we all need in case of an emergency, um, and just in case you know we travel. I, for those that have listened to me, I always say don't travel without travel insurance because the unexpected happens. The same thing I would recommend on the Legal Shield side because all of us need a will. All of us need the basics um, plan in place. So that way when the unexpected happens um, at a time that we might not have planned for it, um, our family and we are set to go in terms of having um, a medical power of attorney or anything else that we might need. So again, really quick, Legal Shield. I am an associate. I definitely, um, in this situation, you know, am highly recommending this for you to just check it out. My link is below and feel free to reach out to me so that way I can support you in all your needs. And if you decide that you would also like to be featured on J. Cooper Travels as uh, one of the stories being shared, definitely reach out to me. I'm open to meeting new people. Legal Shield is available in all 50 states in the Canada as well as in the UK. So it is very broad and again, it is, um, a comprehensive 
very affordable package that can start at $24.95 a month, um, which is really, really reasonable considering that you have um, almost unlimited access to your personal attorney that gets assigned to you. So have a great day and I look forward to um, seeing you like and subscribe and joining more of the conversations on J. Cooper Travels. Have a great one. Bye. Hi everyone, this is Jackie Cooper with Love Travel Scotland and um, today we are going to be on another castle road trip and I'm super excited to be learning about a whole new castle. Yvette, how are you doing today? Hi Jackie, thanks. Yeah, I'm doing great. So um, my name's Yvette and I'm with Love Travel Scotland as well and um, our Facebook group and page and um, I'm based in Aberdeen in Scotland and Jackie is all the way across the world in Maryland in the USA. Yep, and um, for those that have um, not been following the, the podcast or the YouTube, um, as Yvette mentioned, um, we do have a Facebook group called Love Travel Scotland and the purpose of the group is to help promote um, local businesses and places that you could go and um, discover when you travel over to Scotland. Um, and there are also um, special uh, discounts and coupons that you can find in the Facebook group, as well as uh, features of other businesses as well that are close to the castles that we're talking about. We've, we've done a number of castles uh, today. Which castle are we going to be exploring? So we're going to be talking about um, Crathis Castle today and Crathis Castle is located in Bankery outside of Aberdeenshire and that's about 15 miles or so out of the city so about maybe about 30 minutes or so to get there by car. So I have a for those that are um, on our YouTube I have a, a picture up and it's um, a really majestic type of castle. It sort of looks like a house, but it does have towers and um, there is a clock tower um, on it. Um, about when was the um, the castle built? What's its history? I know that the land was gifted to it. Yeah, so the land was gifted in around about the 13th century um, by King Robert the Bruce. Um, so he gifted the land and then um, the Burnets of Leys went on over the centuries to build their castle on it. And what's quite different about Crathis Castle around these parts is a lot of the castles were built out of um, granite and brick, but they hurled um, Crathis Castle and it's a bit of a pinky colour. It's quite pretty. Um, so, so it's quite unusual. So... Um... I know that um, where uh, the town that it's located in, where is it exactly? So Bankery is about, um, yeah, it's about 20 miles or so outside of Aberdeenshire. So it's very close to actually where you are on that map there. It's just to the left a little bit. Yeah, it's around about there, maybe slightly higher. <laughs> just okay. give you a little guide. Um, Bankery is a is a beautiful village stroke town, um, only because I would say town little town because it's got so many unique individual little shops in it. It's a really nice place to go for for getting individual gifts and things like that, and and not just the corporate businessy type things that you get in other locations. Um, there are a lot of craft sellers as well over in Bankery. They've got a beautiful park there for the summertime. Lots of greenery as well. Um, pubs and restaurants and places to visit, lots of lovely churches too. So 
yeah, it's a, it's a great area to visit, uh, whether you're popping in past to see the castle or not, it's definitely worth popping in past Bankery to have a look. Um, but if you're going to be over there, then you might as well go and see the castle because they have a cafe as well, beautiful grounds to walk around in. Um, and the, the thing that really caught my attention as well, I think, that when we were looking into this castle was that they had... Uh, the, they discovered the, the the new calendar, I think it was, Jackie, wasn't it? The Mesolithic calendar? Yeah. In 2004, they did an excavation dig there and um, they found a series of pits, or sorry, no, yeah, in 2004, they did the dig. 2013, they had them analysed and, um, and they found the world's um, known oldest lunar calendar dating from 18... Sorry, 8,000 BC to about 4,000 BC. So it's about 5,000 years old. Um, yeah, so there's some pictures there. So I um, had no idea that was there. Yeah, I mean, you, I, I, I'm showing on the um, one of the websites, you wouldn't know that this was a lunar calendar. But, um, you know, again, when the archaeologists uh, excavate, uh, it's amazing what they are finding. Um, so I know that this castle, um, has some really beautiful, um, features in it, um, you know, in terms yeah, of the absolutely. rooms. absolutely. It also has some beautiful portraits in lots of the rooms as well. Um, and a, a little scary history to it as well as there is the, the green lady room, which is, uh, as I was explaining to you earlier on, being from this area with going on our school trips, one of the highlights that we as children used to do was to tease ourselves and wind each other up about if anybody was going to see the ghost of the castle. Um, so yes, yeah, so the, the, it's reported that I think Queen Victoria had allegedly seen the, the Green Lady as well in the castle. Um, and I think that when we were reading into this as well, was it not under the one of the fireplaces, the hearth, they may have later gone on to discover a body um, of a woman and child as well. So there is quite a lot of mystery as to, to around that and why there may be a ghost there, but it has been reported over the years. Some of the, I've, I've never thankfully had the pleasure myself. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it would be interesting if any of our listeners have, uh, if they've seen the Green Lady, yeah, definitely pop it in a comment and let us know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting, you know, whether you go on ghost tours here in the States or you, you know, go on them uh, when you're overseas, um, you know, the, the various, um, the, whether you call it a myth or a story, um, it's just as fascinating, the, the different tales. Um, so I know at this castle as well um, that they do have uh, Daphne Gardens, but they have some unusual features as well. You were telling me that for the children, they have... Um, That's right. They have the, the Go Ape um, Outdoor Activity Centre part where you can climb up into the trees and, and obviously be strapped up with safety harnesses and, and you can do tree skyline walks across the bits of the activities. Um, yeah, there you go. and Or take a skateboard ride down with a couple of ropes, you know? Yeah. Get the adults up there, I'm sure. Go on, Mum. Go on, Dad. You do it too. So, and doing it in the dark as well probably adds to the adventure, um, definitely in winter time. And as things are starting to open up again around Aberdeenshire, it's definitely a great outdoor activity place to take the kids to, to burn off some of uh, their energy that I'm sure that they've got. Um, so, so with this castle, um, 
is it still in uh is it in a trust or is it in a family now who owns it yes so in in 1951 it was passed over and given to the national trust for scotland so the national trust for scotland take care of it now and um as we said in some of our other um previous castle info, info blogs that we have done as well is that you know, for money saving, look up and see if you can get um, a family card if you're going to go to many of the castles um, or look for discount codes. They're quite readily available out there as well. And I think I did say as well in one of the previous ones is that Tesco Club card vouchers at one point could be swapped for a travel card for the National Trust for Scotland. So if it's something that, you know, the, the listener or their family thinks that they might do often, then definitely getting a card would be helpful. And, and sometimes as well, you do have to pay parking fees at the council, uh, at, at the car parks. Um, that obviously helps with the, the support for the castles as well. Sometimes they take cash, sometimes they take cards. So that might be something to check. Make sure that you've got cash or card on you to be able to park there. Quite often people with a disability blue badge are able to park for free as well. So that's also something to check out too. So um, one of the things that we will have linked in below, both for the podcast as well as for the blog, are uh, direct access to the castle link. We'll also have access to a variety of, of travel discount links, so you can get discounts on um, car rentals or hotels when you come over. Um, and again, uh, there are a variety of local businesses that you can support in the towns. And obviously, you know, from the, the various arts and crafts and, and other little shops that might have um, local artisans, um, it's always good to support local. Um, anything else that you can think of about this castle that you'd like to share? Um, not about the castle, but about the area of Bankery. I, it just occurred to me that there's some beautiful waterfalls over there as oh, well. Yeah. The few falls, I'm probably maybe not pronouncing it correctly myself. Um, it's just as you're leaving Bankery, there's a lovely bridge. And just underneath that bridge, you, there is beautiful falls. And um, if it's the right time of the season, you can see the salmon trying to jump back up them as well. Um, it, Bankery is quite a keen place for fishermen for the river fishing. Um, for trout and salmon so um, it's really popular area for them so if um, if the wife or the husband prefers to look at the castle the other partner can always go fishing if that tickles their fancy too. What about um, hiking or canoeing or kayaking? Yeah, hiking and canoeing um, kayaking yeah absolutely and um, all those outdoor activities are, are available in the area and um, it is around the Royal Deeside area and that's really popular with outdoors um, there are lots of Monroe's mountains, hills, hikes and um, coastal walks, you name it, it's all around here so there's definitely something for everybody. So at one point you had told me about how many castles there are in Scotland, it's, it's a, quite a few aren't there? Oh yeah, Jackie, you're going to put me on the spot and I can't remember. But that's I think okay. It, that's okay. I think in your area, you had said there was at least 150 or something like that. It may have been something like that. I think that as well, castles in Scotland, I thought was around about 4,000, but I'll be honest, I'm, I'm doing a quick Google search to see if I can actually find the number for you. But um, let's see, 2,000. So well, well over 2,000. So it could be 4,000. I may be right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, well, we haven't quite hit that many in our podcasts, our talk shows, but um, stay tuned to the next one. Um, we might be staying in this location or we might hop, skip and jump um, to a different area within Scotland. 
Um, and that's what is, you know, really fun because you can plan a, a road trip and go from castle to castle to castle and not be bored. And uh, I love the architecture and, of course, meeting the people. Absolutely. I, I love to walk around the, the gardens. I, I, I love, like you said, architecture. I like to snap pictures, different angles of the buildings, and zoom in on different bits, the windows or, or the, the nice little designs around them, the family crest, things like that. But equally, I like to be out in the gardens as well. And I, I have this thing for snapping pictures of trees and people might think, well, most trees are all the same, but they, they have their uniqueness. And I do like to get pictures of trees. Um, so it's a it's a lovely, nice, peaceful day out. You could go there as well, take a picnic, a rug, and enjoy enjoy it on a good day. Um, and hopefully, we will have many more good days to come, brighter days. Sunshine is is coming. And um, and if anybody as well has visited a Scottish castle and have pictures of it and want to share them with us, that would that would be great. Um, or if you want to see a castle in particular that we haven't visited yet, then drop that in our comments below as well. And, or reach out and let us know and we'll either go and take some pictures of it directly or we'll find some pictures and we'll talk about that castle too. Yep, for sure. And we do have a lot of people who are reaching out to us that said that they'd like to be uh, do remote tours to help us with exploring the castle. So we look forward to those um, on future ones as well. Thank you so much, Yvette. Remember, guys, to like and subscribe to Love Travel Scotland and also visit our Facebook group so that way you can stay up to date on other posts that you might not catch on either the YouTube or the talk show. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Jackie.